So in respect to certain ambitions, the best time to start is yesterday, not because it truly is the best time, but because we have no coordination of the time. We face many things in our lives that we know that we should do, but for various reasons, we just keep putting them off. No matter how much you want to go on an adventure or start a new project or spend some time with someone you love, there will always be a reason to put it off to tomorrow. Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down quotes from thought leaders past and present to help us with the growth mindset. And today, we're breaking down Tim Ferriss's quote. So Tim Ferriss said, for all the most important things, the timing always sucks. Waiting for a good time to quit your job, the stars will never align, and the traffic lights of life will never all be green at the same time. The universe doesn't conspire against you, but it doesn't go out of its way to line up all the pins either. Conditions are never perfect. Someday, quote unquote, is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you. Pro and con lists are just as bad. If it's important to you and you want to do it eventually, quote unquote, you'll just do it and correct course on the way. And just a little background on Tim Ferriss. He's famous for his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, and his podcast, The Tim Ferriss Show. He's an angel investor that invested in early startups like Uber, Shopify, Evernote. Right now, he's huge in the movement for psychedelic research for mental health. Uh, he's done a few things. <laughs> uh, he volunteers at things like, what was that? No, I said to say the least. Yeah. He volunteers at events like Burning Man many years in a row. And he was one of the major donors that helped start the John Hopkins Psychedelic Research Foundation. So I think there was like five major donors and he was one of them, more or less. All right. So, Ernest. Yes. What was a really difficult choice you made? Maybe it was a difficult choice or maybe an unexpected choice that you had to do that really scared you. But in the end, it paid off for you. I would have to say something as simple as nursing school. Um, it's a second degree for me. I mentioned that before. And I really wasn't sure if it was something that I should go into. But I would say that it paid in results 10 times, 10 over. It was something that I was interested in. I was just scared to go into or fear that. I didn't know what I was getting into. So of course you just come up with reasons to, I guess, deflect or change, or you come up with excuses, you come up with excuses not to do things that you are afraid of, I think. Also, my second thing would be um, my, my daughter, she was, you know, we plan to have her, but you just never know when it comes to kids. You just never know, but- It'd be a terror, I, but I feel, I know, I feel oh, like in oh, your case, yes. it paid off, yeah. <laughs> Well, no, we don't like know yet. She's, she's, from where you, she's, where you she's six. No, 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 no. I mean, she's five years old, so we don't know if it paid off. We have to, <laughs> we have to wait and see. <laughs> but no. But in terms of the happiness factor, in terms of happiness and life, yes, absolutely. But I can't say that if you really look at things, you can't say that um, having kids definitely increase your quality of life. There is a quality of life that doesn't compare to when you don't have kids, but you do get this sense of gratification every day. And that's the difference. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Like I heard Joe Rogan a long time ago. He's like, I never knew I could reach this level of happiness. And right. after he had kids and he's like, it's like a drug. You just see them. And then you're, you feel high, you feel tipsy and you didn't do anything. It's true. So true. 
What about yourself? I have to put it on you. A hard decision I had to make hard. that had unexpected dividends or pay yes. off. It would also have to be kind of nursing, but I don't want to say the same thing. Nice. I'm of something else. Something I was really scared to do, like extremely scared, was honestly to go dating again. Uh, okay. When I was single, I came off of like two really, really bad relationships in the past. So going back like five, four or five years, it was just bad relationships, dude, like terrible. Mm. And I was so afraid to go into another one because I was like, yo, what <laughs> another one? I'm on a streak now. <laughs> it fucking sucks. I was so fucking scared. I wanted to be alone. Um, I was just like, yeah, I just want to work on me. I really don't want to go out. But then like at the time, me and now my wife were talking, we were DMing each other through the Instagram. And they're like, yeah, let's hang out. And it never like occurred to both of us that it would eventually turn out to what it turned out to. And we went to this coffee shop and we we're just catching up. And I think it was just us just at the time, just really complaining. <laughs> about our past relationships and like and I guess after we caught up and we we're starting to get get to know each other and then as I realized I was like oh I really like her and I was so scared <laughs> I was like oh man I, I just jumping into another relationship not that far out of the last one and then me just now were you were you scared that it would end up like your last relationships or were you scared that you may be ruining the relationship that you have with her or what you had with her then? Uh, I think I was more scared that I wasn't ready and I okay. felt that I was potentially jumping into something quick. Okay. And because before that, it was maybe it was over six months, but under a year since okay. the last bad relationship ended. But I still like wasn't healed. You know, like I, I wasn't over it. I was like mm. really like having mental breakdowns a lot. And mm. I didn't want to kind of bring that into this relationship. Of course. And I was like, oh fuck, man. And I I just felt that I wasn't ready, no matter how much I, I wanted it. And I like I really liked her. Right, obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then yeah, we just we hit it off. And then at, at first, we, we were both like, honestly, we were both kind of scared because she right. came off a similar situation. And we were both in this similar mindset as well, where we both came out of crappy relationship. It was also recent for both of us. And we just took the leap. I remember <laughs> my mom. So I was living with my mom one night. I'm, I'm going to meet her up. My mom's like, And I have flowers in my hand. My mom's like, where are you going? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to meet up with and I'm leaving the house. I give her a hug. I leave the house. And then she opens the door again, screams into the hallway, take it slow. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's it's, advice. Did you and, did you take it slow? Well, we got married like right about the two year, like just over two okay. years. So I don't know how I don't I don't know either. I don't know if that's I considered think, slow or fast or it depends on your age, I think, you know. Yeah. Depends on where you are in life, whether that would be considered fast or slow. Two year mark is not bad. I don't think that's bad at all. Thanks. If you were younger, I would say, you know, wait it off a little bit. Yeah. 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 You gotta wait a little bit. Yeah. I was I was so scared in, in the beginning. I was ridiculously scared. I was like, oh, what if I what if I mess this up because I'm I'm like not potentially not in the right mindset and stuff like right. that. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was worth it to take the jump. 
extremely worth it paid off very well but yeah that thinking back like I was like I was like I was so scared um right. and then on top of that like a lot of people were like wow that's that's quick going to another relationship so it's like juggling this at the same time so uh it, it was hard in the beginning to break that mindset right when you first heard this Tim Ferriss quote without context what did you get from it I personally I I took it to uh to just automatically thinking about a job <laughs> okay yeah um because that that's usually the first thing that pops into my head and then it I take it to like relationship level okay um so surface wise that's what really caught me I also had a difficult decision job wise in the past which is why any sign that the job totally sucks I'm like already looking for another job <laughs> yeah because I've been there where like I stuck it through and it was just so bad and it was terrible. It was just messing up the mindset, the psyche. So that's what I kind of immediately thought of. I kind of thought of like his checklist thing. So not included in the quote, but in the context, he said that pros and making out a pro and con list are just as bad as saying someday, quote unquote, is a disease that'll take your dream to the grave with you. Because mm -hmm. who doesn't make a pro and con list, right? Right always like oh pro and con of leaving this job pro and con of leaving this person pro and con of doing this pro and con of right. quitting my job and traveling the world pro and con of telling my parents this or that or the other we're always making those lists and i feel that i always make those lists and right. it's just dragging out a potential poor choice <laughs> and i'm not I moving mean. anywhere yeah there's just no movement it's just stuck and you're not going anywhere so yeah. it's interesting that he said that the pro and con it is list. um just the whole pro and con list point um, makes me think of resilience, that even if the stars were aligned, we would eventually hit that figurative wall. Um, it's what we do to get around it and what we learn once we're behind it or once it's behind us. Know that we can get through these rough times or whatever hurdles are in front of us because we're resilient people. We're creative people. So in those moments in time, when you had to make those difficult decisions, what was your thought process when you jumped and made the leap? Like for an example, your nursing job or mm. the decision to have a child, what made you take the leap? There were a lot of, there were a lot of reasons why I took the leap. In hindsight, I can say that you have control of your attitude, your outlook, and your effort. Um, so I try not to worry about the things I have no control of, um, which would be the timing. But in the moment, I definitely did a checklist of pros and cons. <laughs> I looked, yeah, I looked at the fact that nursing could be done anywhere. I looked at the fact that they get paid decent. I looked at the fact that if I did decide to go back to school, there were there were advanced degrees that were very lucrative, but I also took into respect or took into or brought into everything that I would probably like nursing, you know? So you would say the pro and con list helped you? I wouldn't say it was the right. I wouldn't say it helped me, but yes, it did. It did. Wait, <laughs> I, I would have to say in this situation, it did help me. It did help me to some degree, but you don't know because it's all in hindsight. Mm. Like you don't truly know the pros and cons till you're there, you know? Right, correct. Like I was never in it. So it's just me thinking that that's, that's what it would be, but you never know. I mean, if I look back on that pros and cons list, I'm, I'm filed, 
I'm sure I'll find things that just didn't agree with or what I thought <laughs> yeah. at all. I added some pros and added some cons that shouldn't be on the list at all. But you didn't know exactly. Yeah. I had no idea. So uh, for the audience members listening in, if they're struggling with a difficult decision, what would you say to them to help them make up their mind? I guess I would say what I what I just said, I think. Um, yeah, I have control. You could control what you can't control. Timing is not one of them. Um, I could also go deeper in saying that this quote made me think of um, time, a truly finite source uh, or resource. And I'm going to say it is very cliche. It waits for no one. <laughs> the days are long and the years are short. So, you know, it's something where get on it. So with respect to certain ambitions, the best time to start is yesterday, not because it truly is the best time, but because we have no coordination of the time, you know? Mm. You know what this kind of makes me think of? The uh, the song with Eminem and Jay-Z. I totally forgot this song name, but there was one line in there where Jay-Z was like, I saw the fork in the road and went straight. Straight. Yes, yes. yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Renegade. That's the song. Renegade. Renegade. Yes, I was trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> that song was, was the truth. You know, another thing I think about with this quote, so I thought of three things. The first one was, like I mentioned, resilience. Second thing was timing and how we have no real control of it. Control of it. And the third thing was the excuses we make. <laughs> we know how to talk ourselves into the coziest option, sometimes using timing as a disguise. Most of us don't like to be uncomfortable um, in fear of embarrassment, failure, just feeling vulnerable. Uh, but some things, but something to hold on to is that life shrinks and expands according to our courage. And that takes shaking up the world or our world, you know? So excuses like, oh, I'll just, I'll wait till once this happens, then I'll do this. Right, exactly. Once X happens, then Y happens. Right. Which X doesn't happen all the time. Exactly. What would you leave people with? How, what would you tell people about this quote or how should they take it or analyze it or use it to their advantage? Depending how you take it. If you're dissatisfied with where you are and the scary thing is change from that situation or maybe even that mindset. And this sounds cliche, but saying something like, oh, just take the leap. It's not, right. it's not as easy as that, right? Mm -mm. Um, so I would have to say, and this this ties into kind of the last podcast we did with, again, proximity is power or proximity is greatness. Mm. Meet someone who's been there that have taken the leap. If you're deeply dissatisfied with where you are, but you feel stuck, there's so many people that have been through that situation. And they will also tell you that the timing is never right. Right. So just meeting someone who's been through it and got out of that situation or or transition to something else. And that transition was super scary, but they did it and it paid off. That's so empowering just to know that someone did that and to just talk to that person. And how do you find those people? And something different that I haven't said in the last podcast, because it because maybe this has more mental frames in it, I guess. Um, I think one great resource, depending what the perceived problem is, but support groups, dude, there's so many support groups everywhere. That's one. Another one, meetup, meetup.com. Okay. Meet a bunch of people in whatever field area you're looking for. Um, say you're looking to jump fields or 
uh, or trying to do something new with a different hobby. Uh, you like to dress up like a superhero at Central Park. You're afraid to do it because you think you're the only one. Boom, I'm sure there's a meetup group, which maybe I'll edit in and I'll take a screenshot and edit it in. Um, dude, there's probably lots of people like that. And you could take that leap and just meet like-minded people. And that's that's the best thing to do because we're such social creatures. It's not, uh, don't, the main thing I would, tell people is that you're not alone no matter what you're going through somebody has gone through that before and to just seek those people out who have gone through it and passed it and conquered it and so then you can too i agree it goes back to um finding your audience or like you said your tribe yeah your Um, tribe exactly there are there are people out there who are like-minded and looking for a tribe themselves. It may take you actually starting the meetup, if say, get get the word out there and let them find you eventually. And that's why um, social media really helps with that because people can always search and eventually find through LinkedIn, through Facebook, through other outlets, um, Google, how to, how to find the people with, with similar mindsets. Yeah, Facebook groups. It's yeah. like it's so it's like it gets so niche too. Like people who wanna who wanna sew like cat noses or whatever. And, <laughs> and the cat yeah. noses on thing. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, man, anything else you wanna leave the people with? No, I think you mentioned something that I just wanted to talk about, you know, and Tim Ferris does mention when you said um just do it and correct course along the way. I don't think he means jump out the plane and then look for the parachute. It's just a a bit of risk analysis and a plan would serve you well. It would serve any one of us well, but at the same time, don't use it as the way or to crutch yourself into not moving fast enough. You can make a plan and I'm not opposed to you making a pros and cons list, you know, even if, even if it makes sense hindsight or beforehand, either way, it doesn't make, but don't let things stop you unless it's going to put you in a situation where it's going to be total disaster. And you know what? Like, it just don't, don't be, don't be on the street. Yes. Don't be on the street. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Yeah, I I would also add to that where having a plan actually paralyzed me from starting a YouTube channel because I was like, bought this course and now the course is telling me to look at these metrics and optimize these uh, thumbnails and these titles and this and that. And I was just like so paralyzed from doing any of that because I was like, oh, I don't I don't have my perfect thumbnail yet. And I never, I, it just paralyzed me from putting any content onto YouTube. So then I was like, fuck it. This, I'm just going to put whatever out there and just do it, uh, learn it as I go, do it as I go. Because again, it's what you say very commonly, Ernest, like it's all about the iterations. Right. And things work out best for those who make the best of how things work out. Don't let it stop you. That's a good note to end on. Mm-hmm. Ernest, you got all these nuggets at the end. It's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Mind the Words. Please like and subscribe or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you soon next week to expand the growth mindset. Not focus group. I'm not thinking of the wrong word. What's that group? Those groups that people get together. Mastermind? Yeah. uh, It's like, what are they called? A support group. Support (laughs) group. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So...